From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Broadcasting live, weekday morning, this is listener-supported One Radio Network. And we're becoming more and more listener-supported. Well, not that we, we always were, because we made a living by you buying some products, but now more and more people are donating to make up for our slacking sales. There's a motion picture, whatever. Uh, good morning. It is uh, Labor Day, and uh, since talk show peeps don't really labor, we just show up and have fun, we, we thought we would do that. We, we, we always do a show on, on these uh, Monday holidays because... As far as I can remember, Adam Bergstrom has never mixed a Monday, the first Monday. So he always uh, comes on during the holidays too. So, you know, Memorial Day, Labor Day, all the, all those days. And Adam is in the green room, and you're going to meet him in a second. Mm. Our phone line is working, 888-663-6386. So if you're moving around in different circles because of a holiday, that'd be a good time to call and say hi. Hi. Hi, Aram. 888-663-6386. We have the Quack Brothers. Have you ever heard of the Quack Brothers? They're real estate gurus. We're going to talk to the Quack Brothers tomorrow about investing in real estate. Did you know when things are really frumpy, like recessions, depressions, uh, inflationary times, that that's when all the all the big people make money? That's right. Everybody else running scared and they're out there going, oh, what do you got there? What do you got there? What can I buy there? Uh, Fred Jaszewski and the real world of money. Also, I'll be on tomorrow um, with our um, branded show. It takes a long time to get young. We'll talk about more insights that I get moment by moment of why the body ages, how the body ages, do you want to keep aging or not? Now, I know the world is bonkers and who wants to stay here, but, you know, it might be fun to stick around just to see what, <laughs> what happens. <laughs> so we'll do that tomorrow. The first and the th- first Monday and the third Wednesday is a good friend, uh, one of the all-time great researchers of this uh, era. His name is Adam Bergstrom. And he has two websites, solartiming.com and Sunsink Nutrition. He's written lots of ebooks on Sunsink, solartiming.com, on, and then the hardcover, Yes, No, Maybe, Chronobiotic Nutrition. And he, he doesn't care too much about what you ate. It's more about, <laughs> look, he's holding up his brand name there. It's more about when you eat it, <laughs> when you eat it, right? Like, who, what do you care? So you are when you eat. You are when you eat. I like that. And happy uh, spleen pancreas time, fresh OJ. Ooh, <laughs> baby. Perfect. Orange juice time. Mm. Citrus your, time. Your orange juice uh, story with with <laughs> with Ray Pete is really hilarious. I mean, it really. You said it saved your life, and uh, we ran a couple of videos from a few of the carnivores who love orange juice. You know. They just say it's like the best thing ever. And you know what really is, you take a drink of it regardless of what time it is, even though spleen pancreas right now, what, 9 to 11 solar is the time 
to take it. But um, there's something really good going on with orange juice, isn't there? Something really good. It's a miracle fruit. It comes from Tibet. Very mysterious, too. <laughs> Originally, oranges from Tibet? Really? From Tibet, yeah. How are we doing? And they wound their way all over the world. <laughs> See, I thought it was down in Florida with Anita Bryant and all that. No? <laughs> they ended up there and they ended up here. The Florida ones are under attack. The orange trees are being attacked by some kind of uh, a disease now. And we're getting it here. In fact, nurseries in certain parts of California cannot sell orange trees. You can't buy them. And they come knocking on your door and check your orange tree. And if they don't like it, they rip them out. Well, you guys in California, they're, they're liable to tell you you can't do a lot of stuff. They're working on your gas Florida's stoves. Florida's even worse for that. But they, but actually, no, come on. the Florida's not are worse so prevalent for... in Florida, they grow them. It's just that they don't oh. make much money on Florida orange juice now because the tree will not produce near as many oranges and they eventually die. No. Oh, you were meaning for the oranges, but... Florida's not worse for being communist and taking your stuff. I mean, come on, you guys, you guys hold the record for that, right? You know, if, if Florida actually ties California, they're on a particularly good roll right now. But uh, some people say it's going to go back. Can you imagine when I first went to Florida in 1980 and I went to Key West, it was illegal to lie on the beach without a shirt on now, California never had that, and we still don't have that. <laughs> you know, there's uh, there's quite a few, and you have mentioned it, quite a few uh, bloggers out there and some kind of inside scoopers saying that this DeSantis fellow is a faux um, freedom guy, that he's a bought-and-paid-for global eye. Uh, a lot of people are beginning to say that now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But at this time, it's better to live in Florida. But sure. when people say, I'm going to move someplace, it can change any time. You know, it can change any time. Yeah. It's like going to, you know, South America or Costa Rica or whatever. They could change their dictator overnight and then you're screwed. You know, you buy, <laughs> you buy this land. Automatically. Yeah, just like, get a new governor. And look look what happened with the country here with Biden. Oh, man. Trump, you know. I mean, they're both globalists, but uh, sure. right now we're at uh, particularly low and in a very dangerous time, too. It truly is. We don't talk a lot about politics because, you know, it's all performance art, as we know. They're all they're all scoundrels. But this guy there, this is just crazy what's going on now with walking around, bumping into walls and giving the, the people in Maui, Adam Bergstrom, seven hundred dollars each. And pouring money into this. We give billions to the Ukrainians. To Ukraine. but pouring money into Ukraine. I forget how much the aliens who are coming over the border, including a lot of Chinese, how much money they're, how much? 2200 a month is what they're getting. These these illegal dudes and dudettes coming over? Really? Wow. Vibrant Gals pretty much keeps up on that more than I do. Yep. If she says that. You know it's true. <laughs> they're giving them $2,200 a month for coming. No <laughs> wonder they're pouring over here in, in droves. 
but they they shows who they like the most you know they give uh what a one-time fee now i don't know what it's like uh when i was in Kauai and there was a hurricane they gave free transportation throughout the island they gave a monthly salary for uh uh six months six entire months where you could basically be on unemployment everybody on the island and they gave you the money to rebuild and i mean the actual money you had enough money to rebuild your house entirely that was back in 1990 so i don't know what's happened now but <laughs> well now they're bur- difference now, now they're they burning the- it all to the ukrainians <laughs> <laughs> now they're burning the place down and buying the property you know the more intel that comes out of maui boy this thing stinks to high heavens doesn't it i mean some of this wow and, and, of course, we've got to protect Ukrainian farmers because they supply us with artificial sunflower oil. Yeah. It's a main, major supplier of it in the world. We need that artificial synthetic sunflower oil. That's the ultimate PUFA, right? Sunflower oil? God. Right. Yeah, well, they, they take the... Uh, they, they take the omega-3 out of it because that's the dangerous part. But they don't tell us that. They tell us it's high oleic, but it's low linoleic, which is the code word for omega-3 oils when they want to diss it. <laughs> if they want to say it's good, they call it omega-3 fatty acids. And when they want to say it's bad, they call it linoleic acid. And no one knows the difference between linoleic acid and linoleic acid. Mm-hmm. Even the biotech magazines don't know that. They get the hood. The experts get their hood pulled over their eyes. <laughs> so what? What is with sunflower oil? Who uses sunflower restaurants and stuff? Use sunflower oil? Oh yeah, because see the uh, the omega three clogs machinery. Uh-huh. That's why. Try and run your automobile on fish oil. But now you can run it on the oils because the oil they produce, the high oleic, will run your automobile just as well as it will run your body, except it will run your body down, unfortunately, is the problem. (laughs) But they don't tell you that because omega-3 fatty acids, they're supposed to be essential fatty acids. They're not. Who who declared them essential? The World World Health Organization. The who? The who? Who? <clears throat> I'm not talking about the band either. <laughs> I wonder. Uh, I wonder where other kind of uh, things are produced, or the origin is in Ukraine that these people want to control. There must be a lot of stuff huh, over there. They have a lot of stuff. Yep. <laughs> the, the farming supposedly supplies the world, but uh, you know, the potato would feed everybody. The local farmers, they don't want to tell you that. And then they want to tell you that you need compost and all kinds of special things to grow foods. Beach sand is the best thing to grow hmm. your uh, crops in. Beach sand. With no nutrients at all except a little bit on the top. And leaves will do for that. Yeah, or yeah. if you have chickens, put a little chicken maneuver on top. But, n- but never mix it in. That's where they tell you wrong. All the experts and the universities tell you you need compost in your soil, but that kills them. It makes root rot, kills your plants. And if you don't use compost, you can grow strawberries a foot wide, <laughs> a foot wide the plant, <laughs> when sand. you can't do that mm. on compost. Mm. Mm. So people say, well, I get I get very good results with my compost but they don't know that they get better results otherwise and they can water their plants uh, uh, if you buy an elephant ear plant 
in a uh, nursery, uh, you can't you can overwater it. But it's a plant that grows in water. <laughs> How come it doesn't get root rot in water? But when you mix compost in it, then the roots rot. <laughs> but compost on top is fine. You can have a. In fact, your roses. You want to put something to protect them during the summer. They dry up completely in the heat so you need a protection the soil can get at 120 degrees in the soil but when you have a layer of uh of uh protection over that uh then you get uh 85 degrees which is ideal for growing plants 85 yeah yeah boy nothing grows much here in the summer adam we've had over 100 degrees for what two months now two months Three months? Never seen it like this. Wow. Um, so, you know, I'm a tinfoil hatter from way back, but there's something, there's something not right with this. These people are controlling this weather, huh? They got, come on, right? They, they got to be. I don't think they have the power to control it as much as they uh, they claim they can. You know, Bill Gates wants to go and put stuff up in the air and and uh, stop the carbon. Actually, if we get rid of the carbon dioxide, we die. Yeah, because carbon yeah. dioxide is necessary to be a farmer. You can't grow it. But, and because <clears throat> of the coal burning, we have better plants in the world today. <laughs> the, the deserts are actually being greener. And so if we uh, put up with more coal, we'd have even better results. The deserts could be green. <laughs> I, well, I'm, just, I'm just musing that with all of this extreme stuff, and every time it happens, hurricanes, rain, uh, uh, Maui, you know, it's all about climate change. So this is, this is, you know, these are tools that help them sell their agenda, and the whole climate change thing is, is right at the top, just right at the top, control everything. Like in California and other places, they don't even want you to have gas stoves anymore or gas heating anymore. They want you on a smart meter so they can can come in and say, oh, Adam, you know, that air conditioner, it's just a little bit too high. Let's just turn it up. They're control freaks. They want to monitor us, whether, monitor us, whether it's uh, atomic power, whatever. It's got to be something the experts have. When we can get it right out of the air, you, get, you can generate static electricity from your carpet. You hold a bulb in your hand, uh, and it lights up when you do that. I uh, I met uh, and hung out with uh, John Hutchinson, the Hutchinson effect, you know, yeah. zero-point energy. It's very real, too. Energy is all around us. We have enough water for uh, – we have too much water, but they want to limit it and tell us, oh, you don't have enough of this and enough of that. Do you know, uh, if you have a conifer tree, uh, like in the redwood forests up here, one-third of the so-called rainfall comes from fog drip. Oh, really? The needles collect the uh, collect the uh, water and drop it to the ground and self water the plant. Hmm. But they kill. It, but they when they they say the trees take the water and actually anything in the pine family, the cedar family, that kind of family actually collects water. Once you cut those trees down and put in homes and uh, put in other types of plants, you don't get any rain anymore. So that's what happened to California while we have a drought. Well, you used to have a drought. Now you've got, I don't know what they call it. <laughs> yeah, right now the drought is over because we, we had rain a couple of days ago again. This is very unusual in September to have rain. And, of course, we even had a hurricane. They call it a hurricane. 
Hillary was a, uh, a, a, a hurricane quake. And of course, they're blaming it on global warming. Everything. Global catastrophe, I think they call it now. Climate catastrophe. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're, they're upping their game, aren't they, with the terms. I heard the uh, headline with the WHO um, or the World Economic Forum calling it global boiling. You know. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> And you know how they have the Jurassic Age? Now they have the Pyrogenic Age because we're on fire. Is that what this is, the Pyrogenic Age? Oh, I I knew that. So be careful. Your pants are on fire. Oh, my God. Must be the Pyrogenic Age. Yeah, that's what they call it now, the Pyrogenic Age. They keep on putting new monikers on it. And meanwhile, right here in Montecito, everyone with enough money lives at the beach. (laughs) Right on the beach. The Clintons used to have a home here, too. That was secret. People didn't know it, right? I think uh, Conan O'Brien bought his house. (laughs) Oh, Conan O'Brien or whatever. He can't keep track of them. They have so much money, they keep on... They sell houses like people buy and sell cars, Mm -hmm. you know. Ellen has the record as the most uh, Ellen DeGeneres of turning over homes. Uh, They have a... Millions and millions of dollars in homes. They they own about fifteen or twenty at a time, and they shuffle them around. You guys. Meanwhile, just- the homeless. You know, they uh, there's lots of homeless, and how did how did they deal with them? They ship them out, or they put them in basically prisons now. They put them in the prisons in California. They don't give them any money, <laughs> and they're making these little mini homes for some of them, but only a show. The rest of them, they basically say, "You're not welcome here. Leave." Oh, those! They have these tiny homes. They call them these tiny homes. Tiny little homes, <laughs> yeah. Which is better than shoving them, you know, making them go away? Because there's uh, thousands of homeless people in this county alone, <laughs> and this, of course, is one of the richest counties uh, of all. Or you are. It, it appears that the uh, weather maven uh, lunatic controllers are just kind of uh, cherry picking the places they want to, you know, give a hard time. Yeah, I, I read about this um, Burning Man thing. You know, I don't. I don't even know what that thing is about. I just know it's some kind of counterculture where they get together what once a year. Do you know what they do there? What the idea of this Burning Man thing? That's. Well, Basically, it's the kind of people that like to paint faces and things like that. You know, they they like to do things. And it lasts for, I believe it's only nine days. Uh And they basically set up, to set up a community of uh, 80,000 people. A lot of people. Yeah, that's almost the size of Santa Barbara here. Mm -hmm. And have it exist only for nine days. And they have to clean it completely up. It's really an amazing feat, but also a waste of energy, I, I personally think. Yeah, I don't know what they do there, but uh, folks, I don't know if you've seen, but somehow they just got f- completely flooded out, and there are lots of them, thousands are still trapped there as we speak. They can't even get out. Do you have any and idea? They what? blame global warming, oh, of, of course, course and they climate change for it. But, yeah. you know, these type of changes occur regularly. This is not the first time it's happened. They make it seem, you know, it was 140 degrees in Goleta, right down the road from here, in just before the Civil War. Birds fell out of the sky. Cows fell over dead. The fishermen passed out on their boats. So that happened to 
it's never gotten that hot here since. And we had such catastrophic rain, catastrophic rains that a whole bay was uh, was covered in. There used to be a port at Goleta where the airport is now, and that was completely covered by the flood off the mountains. It made our flood here in 2017 look like a, a, a mm. trickle. But all these wildfires, I mean, we have friends up in the northwest, uh, up there, Paul Londo, there, they may lose their place up there. And wildfires all over, of course, global uh, climate change is being blamed on it. But I think they're starting these fires. I mean, just my opinion. I think they're starting. They're often started by the timber companies because a lot of people don't know after the forest is burned, they can get access to the timber then they can't if it's on so-called federal land or whatever you can't uh, one thing about california that you have to judge it lighter because it's it's we we only own half of california the federal government owns the other half half of it is federal land half of california. texas you, the government only owns three percent of texas really? you own your own state we don't hmm. and look at poor uh nevada i think over 80%, something like that, is owned by the federal government. Area 51, all that kind of stuff exists. It's all atomic testing and yeah. all kinds of weapons testing. And yeah, owned by the government. The whole West is mostly owned by the government. Well, they're getting too big for the britches, as far as I'm concerned. I think their britches ought to get get their pants on fire. Adam Bergstrom is with I us. I would if, love to see it. If you want to call and join us or email Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Happy Labor Day to you. Glad you don't have to labor. But if you'd like to call, say hi, 888-663-6386. So I, Adam, I, um, I interviewed Mark and Sam Bailey on Monday afternoon at uh, 4 o'clock. Five o'clock, and for Tuesday playback, right? And they're not they're in New Zealand. About half an hour after I get off the air, I started throwing up. I get sweating, chills. I mean, just like you know, one of those. And it was really hardcore for maybe three days. Nothing but diarrhea, um, and just kept. Oh, just liquid. Boy, I just had an amazing detox. It was really cool. I, I you know. Um, and then, um, so many great things happened to, to uh, help me get through it through spirit, you know. Like, like this one. This is a good one. So, I didn't have to do the Tuesday show because we recorded it. So, I knew it was a spiritually or emotionally or I, on a soul level, I knew, okay, now's a good time to detox. I'm off tomorrow. Of course, I wasn't conscious of that, right? So then I wake up Wednesday morning, and I say to myself, um, we have a Tom Luongo schedule, Adam, and I said to him, you know, I just woke up, and I just said to him, you know, as I'm lying in bed, Tom, if you didn't want to do the show today, it'd be great, but I, I can do it. I'm feeling a little punky. That's all I said. And about an hour later, he emails me and says, Patrick, the hurricane is coming through Florida and I, I don't have any power, so I have to cancel today. 
I said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so then I think, oh, I got to go and do and get my goat's milk at the, at the farmer's market. But I don't know if I can go because I'm, I'm pooping every 20 minutes, you know. I mean, I, maybe I'll, so I, I said, I could take a bucket with me just in case. I need to pick the goat's milk. I was going to do it, seriously. And then about, again, half hour later, I get a text. Dear Patrick, I can't, uh, I, I, I'm not going to be at the farmer's market today. I arrived late and they wouldn't let me set up. So would you like a refund or I can deliver your goat's milk next week? Now, how do you, you know, you just can't make that kind of stuff up, can you? That spirit is saying, okay, Patrick, you're not, you know, we're going to support you here. If you want to detox, we're going we're gonna to let you, let you rock and roll. It's, just, it's amazing, isn't it, how that kind of stuff works. Just amazing. And I feel better now, Adam, than I felt in a long time. But this was a this was a real booger, man. This was like a like saying, man, whatever you got hanging on that you don't need, let's let's get it out. And you know, I wanted to ask you about this. This is crazy. I did not drink anything or eat anything pretty much for two or three days. Nothing. I couldn't even stand a taste of water, you know, it was just like and I was, I was letting go of liquid every hour, just liquid. Now, where does all that liquid come from? I mean, do, do you think we get it out? Of, we must get it out of the air or the ether, moisture. Because some of it we do. We have to, right? I mean, I wasn't drinking anything. Where, where was it coming from? I was just amazed. I was amazed. Ray Keat used to warn about drinking. Uh, too much liquid and humid climates. You can get away with it in the desert because you you it, it leaves your body. But when you're doing it in a humid climate, you're getting a lot of water through your lungs, breathed in. Really? Hmm. Just like the conifers I was talking about get the, the fog drip. So we have the same abilities to get the water out of the air. In fact, yogis can we- don't even need to drink anything because they can just take it completely out of the air by training your body to do that through your skin. Our skin actually uh, has abilities that we don't give it So yeah. because we don't know it there we don't use it now you have to get into meditative states to control it Hmm. but it can be controlled it's not auto it's the autonomic nervous system for most people but not for people who have abilities to control it Hmm. well ever since um you mentioned it i don't know how long ago it was about the palms you know i've been doing that every morning (laughs) since you mentioned it i sit out in the early morning sun and you know i do the you know, do the palms thing, you know, and I just, I visualize energy and mojo and chi and nutrients and amino acids and everything, you know, because, you know, we just give these things names, right? Amino acids, proteins, um, whatever. These are just made up words, right? It's just all vibrations and energy, peace, love, and hippie beads. And I've been doing that. And I kind of suspect after about a month or so of doing that, that helped me to, to get strong enough to do the the detox that I went through. Because I kind of feel, Adam, that the body doesn't detox until it feels like it can do it without killing me. You know what I mean? So right. It's not causing too much damage. Okay, Patrick, let's do this now because, you know, mm-hmm. you're off tomorrow and you might as well have some fun, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so we must we must soak in a lot. I, I never, and 
Yeah, I didn't. I've never heard that about the yogis and getting water. And Ray Pete talked about it too, huh? Interesting. Very he knew about it. Yeah, you can get too much, uh, so you have to be really careful about drinking water because you can overdrink. Ravisi pointed out that hmm. if you drink a quart of water, you can make yourself over alkaline. And how else do you do that? You can make yourself over alkaline within one half hour. You can go from severely acid to severely alkaline because you can die from both being acid and alkaline. But if, if being alkaline is like being uh, having radiation poisoning or ha- having too much omega-3 oils, too. Basically, our alkaline part of our body is what uh, breaks us down. It's called entropy or uh, when everything uh, ends up as, as a puddle. Basically, mm-hmm. alkalinity is puddle and acidity is is structure, like structure. table. Mm-hmm. We're a colloid. We, we need both because we need to be breaking down to build up again. And that's called uh, metabolism, which is partly anabolism and catabolism. So we want to be anabolic and catabolic to be metabolic. To be metabolic. So it's very possible, since I wasn't drinking, I knew, me, me and my body together, intuitively knew to soak up moisture from the ether, from God, right, spirit, to help wash out whatever this detox thing was about. It just knew. <laughs> I like that. You know, Barbara Brown like at the Sepulveda uh, Veterans Hospital in the San Fernando Valley in California, she did tests and found out that she could train someone off the street in one hour to control a single cell in their body with biofeedback. So if you can do that, you can train your cells to be stem cells. You can train them to to take water out of the air, to take vitamin D out of the air. Mm -hmm. And by the way, they lie to us. You can't get vitamin D in northern climates at a certain type of winter. Nonsense. (laughs) They have proven you can put vitamin D in your food it takes uh, like 5 or 10 or 20 minutes here in Santa Barbara up in Germany and up in Iceland it takes uh, an hour or so to do it but all you have to do is expose your uh, food to the sun and you get real vitamin D all vitamin D you buy in a health food store is patented why is it patented? you can't patent a natural substance it has to be unnatural it has to be like synthetic estrogens and that's exactly what vitamin d is when people take it uh, and buy it from the store but all you have to do is expose just about any food particularly dried food and cooked foods and you absorb the vitamin d that that eventually leaks out of it Hmm. like how does the vitamin d that we lose stay in a pill obviously it can't be the same vitamin d if we supposedly need to keep on replenishing vitamin d every day or we die but how come how come you can take a pill that it can sit in there for years yeah, yeah because yeah. it's synthetic that's why <laughs> well this idea with the biofeedback and that uh, brown you mentioned and and uh, um and what we understand the way soul mind body works my body's not aging and i'm not doing anything special really except not believing that it should age. You know, that's pretty much the way I do it. I, you know what I'm saying, Adam? It, I'm, not, I'm not going to a great extent to extend my life or anything. You know, I eat good food, and I, do, I just don't 
I just don't think I'm going to age. You know, that's pretty much it. And I mean, I really believe that on a deep level. Sure, we're all going to age and leave sometime, but I'm just, I'm just going to do it as long as I can. You know what I mean? I'm not doing anything that special. I just aren't. I just, I just don't believe stuff. To think, to think is what makes it so. Look at the Peter Sellers movie, Being There. Yeah, remember? I remember, How he yeah. walks on the water at the end. <laughs> that was a great movie. That was a great movie. He had, he had the, the television clicker every place he went. He thought he could control it, and it turned out he could. <laughs> oh. And, of course, scientists say you can't do oh, that of course. because they no. can make money selling you the things you already have. Or, you know, or as you know, they get money from the government to write papers to prove what the government says, like uh, the earth is warming because of cow farts or whatever, you know. So they're going to they're going to continue that as long as long as they get away with it. So they won't stop that. Right? They're not going to stop that. No. They're being paid. In fact, they want a conflict. So suddenly they create keto so that everybody goes on heavy meat mm-hmm. so that they can then take it away, take it away. from people. They have a meat tax in Europe, what, for years now? And now they actually want to genetically alter humans so they can't eat meat. Yeah, I saw. Wait, aren't, they doing it, aren't they doing plans. it through, through ticks or something? They want, to, they want to inject some ticks and hope they bite people so that people get allergic to meat or something like that. These people are bonkers. Something like that. They want to actually change our genetics. Okay. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize that. How do they change our genetics? You had a guest called Ido McGowan that I told you about one time here yeah. in California, a water expert. And and he said that through the sludge that hospitals generate, all of that stuff from vaccinated people goes into the sewer system. And when they aerate it, it creates aerosols that spread all over. So any drug that someone has taken in a hospital, except certain hospitals here in Santa Barbara, they protect a lot of people from that by putting special teachers hospitals, uh, uh, anti-sludge, they collect the vomit and the puke and the uh, diarrhea and everything they don't let it into the slit into the system and now of course we have white water uh uh what is it uh, brown water and black water meaning you have poop they recycle this hospital poop into organic food and then you get all those drugs uh, and your mrna vaccines in the food and it's supposed to be organic and people wonder why they're getting sick on organic food. It's because they don't know they're getting the hospital sludge on it and every other kind of sludge agriculturally. Or you just can't buy anything from the store. These guys got to be real careful, huh? Of where you get stuff. They're, they're yeah. making it that way. They want to make it that sure. way. But special places like uh, in Santa Barbara here, they have something for, uh, they have special hospitals set up so that the rich are more protected than the average person. But people eating organic food in other parts of the world don't know that. <laughs> yeah. Uh. You know, McGowan does. And of course, he's banned here in Santa Barbara. Barbara, he's disappeared off the. He's still alive, I found out, but he's banned off the radar because he knows what they're up to. Persona non grata. Triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. Here's an email from Eli. He is in Wyoming. Oh, it's a great state. I want to go up there sometime. Nice state. It's a nice state. Yeah. Eli wants to know. Adam, I've been hearing some talk about a 
substance called spermidine to help the body to return to natural hair color. Have you heard about it? Do you know anything about it? He spells it S-P-E-R-M-I-D-I-N-E, spermidine. Nothing, huh? No. Yes, no. I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it. Now, uh, a lot of times it can happen through shock. You can re-shock it. Like uh, a, a neighbor of mine named Jill, uh, she had brain surgery, and they shaved her hair in a lacuna, looking like this, <laughs> like a boat. <laughs> and uh, it grew black. She had totally white hair, and it grew black. It grew back black. Jet black. No kidding. She said, I look like a marmoset, she joked. Well, and it works the other way, too. Isn't there stories about people that got really frightened or scared at them? They went totally gray. Who was the, uh, who'd that happen to? Della Reese. Della Reese, yeah, yeah. Della Reese, overnight, when her mother died. Wow, overnight. She said it was such a shock for her mother to die. And Donna Lay said it was the greatest shock we go through is to have the mother die. Mm. Uh, and we don't know that. A lot of times it doesn't register. But when she wrote her autobiography, uh, when she came to the part of her mother dying and her hair turning gray, she had to stop writing and cry for three days. Yeah. She had no, And she had no idea all that energy was stored in her until it comes out. And once it comes out, you're free of mm-hmm. a lot of that it resolves a lot of our uh, cognitive trigger events that we gather mm-hmm. throughout life we want to be a uh, basically a uh, teflon you want to be a teflon person where as you go through life you live it you're right in the middle of it but it doesn't stick to you yes. you don't want to be a velcro person mm-hmm. a velcro is everything sticks to you and then you get traumatized and you come to a mind hacker like me who finds all these traumas and that people don't even know they have yeah a mind hacker speaking of that you can get adam's book mind hacking for the millions which is on my to-do list it's on my it's not doing me any good on my desktop but i'm going to put it into my little kindle thing mind hacking for the thanks for sending that mind hacking for the millions and that's at uh, solartiming.com right solartiming.com solartiming.com definitely i have uh, by the way i have a new mind over matter journal the 10th one was released uh, yesterday i believe it was or the day before and i'm now working on a water book <laughs> oh cool so where's the mind over matter journal where do we get that Basically, same thing. You get it at Solar uh, SolarTiming.com. Okay. All right. <laughs> and then you're doing different journals, and people can just get that on the website, Mind Over Matter Journal. Uh-huh. Right. I, I, I cover things about mind control, mass formation, oh, you cool. know, how, how people get, uh, how the crowd gets hypnotized. Uh, human beings are exceptionally easy to hypnotize, but then they'll believe anything. I mean, look at the COVID thing. They believe that. It's the most ridiculous uh, scam ever <laughs> down the line. Yeah. Yellow fat disease. People take something to poison themselves. Nitric oxide. They say it's good for you. Smog is good for you? I don't think so. Uh, so human beings can be hypnotized culturally into anything. And it really is like the Matrix or like Dark City or like the Truman story, 
or what's that dream movie I really like with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio? You know, levels on levels on levels on levels down into the dreamland. Oh, oh, let me let me take this. Well, so that's okay. what we call reality is just our idea of reality, and we're easily hypnotized away from the soul level into the mind level. And once you're in the mind level, you'll believe anything. Yeah, you, you, you know, yeah, I mean, once you're in the mental level, it's like, uh, it's just like such a dark, uh, what do you call it? It's just like a, a dark a black hole. I mean, you can't get out, right? You, what are you going to do? You just can't get out of there. I want to change. Is this is not Mark Circus? I need to change your title. I can do it while I'm talking. Um, so, so here's some <laughs> doctors, Mark and Sam yeah, Bailey. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's me. I'm two personalities. You're two per- <laughs> Why can't I do this? Hold on. Let me change this thing. Um, <laughs> come on. Oh well, I'll just take it off for now. We all know it's Adam. Um, <laughs> what are some tricks for people? Because uh, you really understand how the mind works how to read stories or hear things, right? And and not let it stick on the Velcro, but be Teflon. Be able to read a story about whatever, but not let it become an engram. What are, what are, what are some techniques that you use to do that? It, one thing is watching movies. I've watched so many of them that, uh, you know, eventually you realize that, they, that you're not going to be shot by a character pointing a gun at you in a movie. But a lot of people don't believe that. You know, when the Exorcist movies came out, people died of heart attacks in the movie theater. And when I went and saw Jumanji, when it was uh, uh, with uh, Robin Williams, uh, I, I went with two people. One dug their fingernails and cut themselves into themselves at one scene, and the other one just about uh, fainted. And one scene. And, of course, I've watched so many movies, it's just like, it's like a movie. <laughs> and same with uh, dreams, I get more cu- uh, caught up, and sometimes I believe I'm actually falling off a cliff or dealing sure. with villains or fighting a person with a knife. Uh, uh, but it's all dreams, and once we realize that, then we kind of roll with the punches and kind of enjoy ourselves even, like it's entertainment. That's why we go to, we pay to watch people kill people in the movies or whatever they're doing, and mostly it's bad stuff. How many, how many murders and uh, assassinations and people have we watched in movies killed? Probably billions. <laughs> so it's the idea of, of looking at whatever Maui or whatever the the uh, fear de jour is, COVID or whatever, is more as just a a, a, um, a dream. And just like a movie, like The Matrix, and you're just watching it. And as long as you don't take part in it emotionally, then it it doesn't stick in there, right? That kind of an idea. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the Elemental song. We did the Elemental song. We were in California. It was in drought. Now, I can't say we really did that, but maybe someone else did it. But we, we believe that uh, what is uh, what they tell us. I'll give you an example. Uh, one time I had a girlfriend, and we decided to go to New Orleans in August. And uh, we were told that August is the worst month. It's going to be hot, so hot. Sticky, yeah. So I said, the initiate lives the life of the exception to the rule. We don't know till we get there. 
And my girlfriend said, well, does that mean you're going you're gonna to have cool weather? I can't say that. I just say the cosmic initiate lives the life of the exception to the rule. We won't know till we got there. Mm-hmm. Well, the first two days were the coldest days in New Orleans recorded history. Mm. We had to wear sweaters in August. The, the other two days were tie for the coldest days in New Orleans history. So we were very comfortable. When we were driving out of there, my girlfriend said, uh, is it going to get hot again now? <laughs> the cosmic initiate lives the exception to the rule. We don't know till we get there. But people have a fixation and make the movie happen. <laughs> because we can control the weather. We can control the things, uncontrollable things in our life are controllable. And you saw how you timed uh, yourself. We were just having that conversation Mm -hmm. before Mm -hmm. that just at the right time, it it happens. Often, I'll go to buy something. And one time I was going to get cayenne pepper. And I decided, hmm, I'm going to buy two of them today. And then I go out and find out that two for one sale. It just happened uh, last time I went to the uh, to Sprouts, by the way. The same thing. I bought something. Two, two of them one. were two on sale. Two pineapple juices, the Lakewood pineapple juice that I like. I, they've raised it up to 9 or $10 now. So I, I, I bought two. I said, well, I need them. And then, oh, they're on sale. <laughs> and, you know, from my perspective, Adam, I, look, I like to look at it uh, for me, like on the detox thing I did is more of a surrender knowing that it's going to be just right. Like you said, I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know, I, you know, I, but I know it's going to be okay. So I'm going to go ahead and detox now. Subconsciously, I said that. And I know I'm going to be taken care of. And I was with everything, with the people canceling, with not doing the goat's milk. You know, I, I just, and that's something that I know that I don't have to figure out exactly. Well, I think uh, Tom Luongo is going to cancel, so I'll make... It doesn't work like that. For me, the more I surrender, the better it is, because you can't, you know, you can't, you can't do it like spirit can, right? It's just like, so beautiful. It's just like, pew, pew. That is the ideal way. That's why you're, you have so much Delta, because Delta is a state. Mm-hmm. You know, in the tarot, they, uh, the tarot deck, there are two characters, the fool and the uh, the magician. The magician has all that power. Yes, that's Kundalini. Hmm. But the cosmic energy is in the fool. The fool ah. is walking off the edge of the cliff. But it's the beginning of the tarot deck. He survived somehow. And yet it looks impossible, but he oh. knew everything was okay. Just step off the cliff and let the universe take care of you. That's you don't have same. to have power yeah. and a magic wand and do all the magician things that you, because once you become the fool, then you get the illusion mm-hmm. that the power and you go right back to ending up at the fool, which is the culmination and the higher power. I see. So if you Zero. think that you are the one controlling it, right? And then you know how to do it, then you really screw up because you can't do it like God can do it, right? I mean, you just can't, you can't put those pieces together like that. That's called a zero God, too. Zero gives you the power of being as small as you want. Zero, 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 zero. Zero, zero, zero gives you the the billions and trillions and gazillions, all of those. So the magician just is stuck with number one. He's number one. He has the power, but 
how it doesn't compare to the power of zero and that's what they label the fool as zero so yeah. someone who did the tarot deck knew what they were doing so and i would conjecture i know this is going to sound weird to people but i'm pretty weird is um if it's all happening now my life and who i am was part of the hurricane that came through florida that put the lights out in Luango's home so he couldn't do the show. So how do you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and I didn't do it consciously, but I was part of that. I, I was. I mean, how can we not be part of the weather? Or we are the weather. All one. See, all we, we, we spell it alone, yeah. but it's actually an extra L. It's all, all one, one, not alone. Yeah. <laughs> and the timing is interesting because it is just now. So it was all just happening at the same time. That's what's crazy, so cool, isn't it? It's all just happening now. Poo, the hurricane and me throwing up and, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Patrick doesn't want to do the show. And so Tom Luongo, wow, man. I've had so much, uh, so many synchronicities happen, especially when I hitchhiked. Yeah. Amazing. I survived things that shouldn't have been survivable. One time I got left off in downtown Houston in a very dangerous area in the dark. And I was headed out to California. And I thought, how am I going to get out of here? And suddenly a car two blocks away beeped. And I thought, oh, this guy's going to come and pick me up. But he didn't move. And the car stood there for 10 minutes. And finally it comes driving toward me. And the guy said, look, uh, you think I'm going to give you a ride because I accidentally beat my horn. So now I feel obligated. Where do you want to go? I'll take you to the freeway so you can get out of here. <laughs> now, what are the odds? That's great. That's great. <laughs> Ten minutes later. And and I made it just in time to pay the rent one half hour before the head. I had two days to get to California, and I made it. And my girlfriend, my, my friend who was watching her kids, was at the payphone. And he said, what happened to Adam? And uh, suddenly he said, oh, that's him walking up now. Mm. And I said, hi, I'm here. I'm here to pay the rent. And we got out, paid the rent, and got out in time. And off yeah. we went to uh, Texas. Yeah, so, so, you, so early on you kind of got that trust and not being afraid and just being the fool and not knowing where you're going worked early on you. You got that somehow. I had a split. Part of me thought that the worry had something to do with it, that if I didn't worry, I couldn't make this stuff happen, which, of course, is silly. But it, we tend because uh, you worry about something and suddenly it works out and you think, oh, it's a worry caused it. But I finally realized when I met Adonis Lay, finally, that that was not true. It took me a few a few <clears> while, <throat> and there's still, you know, some. Sometimes I worry about things, obviously. We have things to worry about, certainly. But the worry doesn't help anything. Uh, I uh, Don Olay told me, I refuse to worry uh, uh, on the grounds that it corrupts my divine mechanism. <laughs> I, I, I think he was right on. You know, Adam, I think it... I mean, if you worry enough, you can just create the worry, right? I mean, we know that. You create it. You create it, right. <laughs> but I think um, also... Worrying if we take it seriously and keep it going, it actually inhibits, as Adano said, the divine juice from doing its thing. Because in essence, we're kind of saying to God, 
I just called God. It's all the same thing. And we're kind of saying to God, well, I don't trust you because I don't. So I need to, I need, I need to worry. But I think the more we trust spirit, the more we trust God, the more God goes, oh, Adam, you need this? Come on, here, take this. I can do that for you. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? The more we trust it, the more it trusts us, I guess, the way I like to put it. Hmm. And it's hard to trust, but, but uh, trusting, mm-hmm. once we realize that the universe is benign, it, but we make it otherwise by creating all these dangers. And look what look what we've done to the world today. And all of us have been responsible for it. It's we not are. just yeah. the elite. Because if you, I guarantee you, if you get rid of all of the elite, there'll be a new class of elite. <laughs> the French Revolution, they, they cleaned everybody out, and look what happened. It became a worse tyranny. And then what happened? It got cleaned out by Napoleon. <laughs> There's always, yeah. I mean, the earth plane is like that, isn't it, Adam? There's always forces that are going to be there trying to control us so we can learn how not to let them control us. My take. That's what I think. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and yeah. how does one person gain the power he does? You know, think of Napoleon. Uh, he was so confident in his, in his abilities that the French sent an army when he escaped from Elba by himself basically. One person came along and all the generals came to uh, arrest him again and put him in prison and he just looked at him and they said okay we'll follow you. And all the generals that were sent to capture him went and took over the French government again. So how does one man have that much power and that much self-confidence where one one of his generals said unlike Marat who was another uh, French general, uh, if Napoleon told me to kill everybody in the city, Moret would follow it, but he would warn his wife and children uh, first. I would not, because the secret might get out. I would follow Napoleon's orders to the fullest. Mm. (laughs) How do you get that kind of discipline where a person will kill their own family for a person? Napoleon had the power of of charisma, we call it. And charisma, like JFK, is a special yogic power. It is not something that, uh, it's something you develop so that people will bow down to you. And we all have that power, but we give it away to other people instead of all of us being our, our own God, in a way, in, in a hologram form. We I are agree. a hologram. We are a hologram. And we, uh, you know, we are a law unto ourselves. That is one of Anakinkar's uh, uh, tenets, that we are a law unto ourselves. That we get to do whatever we want to do, just so we don't mess with people, right? You can't take their stuff, and you can't <laughs> poke them in the eye, and you got to do what you agree to do. But other than that, you go for it. Uh, just the way God set it up, man. It's not my law, you know. I don't shoot, <laughs> don't shoot the messenger. Yeah, we we can change. We have there is such a thing as karma, but we're co-creators of the karma. You bet. So people limit themselves terribly uh, by being hypnotized into what people tell them early on. A parent will say something. I, I had an aunt. The mother said, "Everybody gets sick at forty. And my aunt got sick at 40. Got She became totally crippled. All of her joints were replaced. 
uh, her husband had to comb her hair, bathe her, everything. She couldn't even lift her arm, even with all her joint replacements. All because her mother said, uh, everybody gets sick at 40. So she, she got sick at 40. Now, no one would do that with conscious thinking. That's obviously something that was uh, attached by uh, Velcro. <laughs> Velcro living is not a practical <laughs> way to live. Boy, the mind just sticks on everything, doesn't it? It just, it'll stick. So if you're in that mental world... We believe everything. You know, it's a recession. You can't make money. It's a holiday. Nobody will be on the internet. You know, one of the most amazing things that happened to me, when I I lived up in Seattle for uh, a year, and uh, I had a roommate uh, named Paul. And uh, he was especially interested in Adano, so we talked about Adano all the time. Mm -hmm. Well, I told him how things happen by synchronicity. So I decided I was going to get a drive-away car and look at the bulletin board at the college where I could drive someone's car back home and not have to pay for the bus and everything because I was low on money. So came, I think it was actually Labor Day, now that I think of it, I I was walking uh, down the street, and he said, are you going to go check the board? And I said, it's Labor Day. No one's going to put that out. He said, you're breaking your own rule, because it was the last day before I had to leave. Uh, I said, okay, you're right. I'm going to go check it. And there on the board was a notice saying, I want someone to drive my car down to Los Angeles, which is where I was going. So I called her up. And she said, uh, uh, come and meet us. We met her as she was taking the trash out. So we didn't even have to find her apartment. She let us up. She gave us a beer, each of us a beer at one in the morning. I broke my solar rules at that time to have a, a beer at one in the morning. And she said she had a brand new car. And she said, my boss bet me that if I gave someone the keys to my car to drive it down to L.A., they would steal it and would end up in parts in Canada. So I'm taking a chance. Uh, Here's the keys. Happy driving. (laughs) And, of course, I not only took it down to L.A., I I stopped by a friend of mine's house and had it tuned for her and and dropped it off. So, But what are the odds? The very last day, I needed to leave the next day. And on Labor Day, I got the car. Those kind of things happen when you open your mind. Now, my friend Paul had to remind me because I had forgotten my own rules. Yeah, it's real important to, to, you know, it seems simple, but to, you know, it seems kind of, well, to to, to believe and understand and know that miracles happen, these things all the time, all the time. If we just trust and (laughs) do our job and, you know, love God and help people and whatever we do, God's there just saying, come on, Adam, you're good. I'm going to take care of you. You know, how many times have you and I both been on situations where we just, no money or whatever, and you, you've told stories about it. It shows up. Now, you know, it, it, it shows up. It shows up. Just shows it shows up in mysterious ways. Uh, one thing I learned from my friend Greg Whiteley, too, don't limit how you're going to get it. No, no, it, no. Money can actually fall out of the sky or you uh, find Literally. it. Uh, my friend Greg Whiteley, by the way, one time his he had a Volkswagen and a part, something broke down that he needed. 
uh, he stepped out of his car and it was lying right there. It was the tool he needed to fix it. So he used the tool to fix it and drove home. And that kind of thing happens. Uh, you can find the money for your rent on the road as you walk down the street. Uh, one friend of mine, he uh, he needed bracelets, the armlets that Adonis Lay used to sell people for protection. And Adonis said, you will get it. So his favorite uncle went on cosmic vacation. And uh, no one would take care of him because he was a weirdo. So my friend went down there, and uh, there was a car in the garage, an old car, and there were no keys or anything. So he pried open the trunk with a crowbar and found a suitcase full of $100 bills oh, to the tune of $80,000. No kidding. Wow. Well, he bought two of Adonis bracelets. Uh, he got his teeth fixed. He gave a lot to his mother and his sisters, and uh, he was bucks up from almost nothing just because no one else would take care of his uncle. They didn't like him. Hmm. He was a retired Navy guy who just lived as a hermit out in the woods. <laughs> wow, wow. Our telephone number, if you care to join us on this Labor Day, September 4, 2023, with Adam Bergstrom, one radio network.com. Adam, stay right there, and uh, we'll continue. Give me uh, an opportunity to tell folks about what we do here. If you're watching on BitChute, uh, our video, why don't you um, subscribe, and we'll send you a little, if you click the little bell, and we'll send you a little notice every time that we put a new show up, which is pretty much every day, pretty much every day. And then also on video, you'll see in the lower box underneath the video, just go down there, see it? We have three different links. The first link is a link to a donation, hot link to a donation um, a landing page on our website. And if you'd like to, send us 10 bucks a month or something, 20 bucks, whatever. It'd be cool. And um, support us in getting out of the model where we need to depend on product sales to support ourselves and because that's getting a little spicy because of whatever who knows who knows why a lot of reasons so that'd be great also you can um go to our website and really enjoy um just a, a plethora 15 years of shows our first show we did is with adam bergstrom we have uh, 12 years of shows with andrew goss there's a phd in um, in monetary history or finance with Andrew on One Radio Network. We have a great um, a search engine, top right, and you'll find all kinds of things there. So that's another reason to support us um, if you'd like to with your dollars, such as they are, because we have you have a whole website there that we don't charge for with 15 years of some really amazing shows. People like, I don't know, um, Ray Pete and Holda Clark and uh, Hustis Mullins. Just thinking some of the Gordon, um, uh, Jordan, Peter, Jordan, who is that one guy? Jordan Maxwell. Um, all kinds of folks that, um, from the moldy oldies, as we call them. We should put a list out there, some of those people. So that's great. So if you'd like to do that. And then also there's a link there to our store. So that's cool. So if you'd like to buy some products, we have some of the best ones ever on in our store. Uh, let me just go through a couple of them. We have the Pearl Seam, wonderful product to brush your teeth with. It's a, from Pearl, the sauna, 
the Relax Far Infrared Sauna. If you'd like to get that one, email me, and I'll give you the best price ever. We have the organic uh, sulfur, pure sulfur, and it's really great for hair, skin, and nails. I'm always getting compliments on my skin. Thank you very much. And uh, I think one of the reasons is I've been doing sulfur for 10 years. I think it's really good for the skin and the hair. Shen Blossom, amazing company. Everything in Myron Glass. Um, um, Chinese medicine uh, formulas. Uh, a Hoshi Wu that's cooked with, a, cooked with a black bean sauce for 20 days. Stuff like that. Crazy. Same fellow, Brandon, does the Blue Shield. And this really will help you to keep your body stronger in your home for all electromagnetic fields, Wi-Fi's, and cell phone towers. Hey, there's a big sale going on with Air Doctor uh, this weekend, and uh, for the next few days, it's an air purifier that's really cool. And also, the last one here, there's a fifteen uh, percent off on all Surf Thrival products. I think for the next few days, yeah, fifteen percent off all Surf Thrival products on one, a Labor Day weekend sale. Um, state uh, store-wide, site-wide, I'll get it, Labor Day, on, um, survival. So, those are a few of the things from OneRadioNetwork.com. Thanks for your support. We sure appreciate all the support that you give us. Know the Source on One Radio Network. Well, it is. <laughs> know the sauce. <laughs> I remember when I used to know the sauce. Uh, did you used to drink in your day? Were you a drinker? Did I drink? You uh, mean alcohol? Yeah, I drank alcohol early on when you were a kid. Did I? <laughs> you know, I should be dead really? for my drinking episodes. I ended up one time in the hospital, another time uh, in a mental institution. Really? I talked my way out and one, overnight I talked my way out and you, and those places can drive you crazy because we had to go to this meeting who won the pumpkins or the whatever <laughs> it was some kind of game and I'm thinking oh my god I'm gonna be nuts if I don't get out of here really soon but by noon the after the, the next day I talked my way out the guy really realized I said you know uh, I got drunk I didn't realize it would do it I've never drank an entire quart of tequila before and uh, or vodka I think it was at that time and I didn't know I have no record never done it before so the guy believed me and I was released and got on the bus with no shirt because I had showed up without a shirt I actually, they had arrested me nude. <laughs> I was naked riding a bicycle inside the house after destroying the entire house. Jeez. I destroyed an entire apartment. You drank a whole but anyway, quart of tequila? Uh, I talked my way out, and they thought I was crazy. Getting on the bus, I realized I had this hospital tag on me still. <laughs> anyway. Wow. So you've had your share of, yeah. Oh. Wow. And uh, another time, I destroyed my relative's house, and uh, the uncle knocked me out and broke his hand in three places. And so that uh, uncle never talked to me again <laughs> during my marriage to my first wife. And another time, my friend Herb, I was destroying my apartment, and 
tears came to his eyes and he says, I'm sorry. And he knocked me out because he had to. It's the only way he can control me. So, yes. And one time I burned my arm 24 burns with a soldering iron and had scabs on my arm. So, yes, I've been a you, crazy drinker. You were and crazy. Yeah. And I've survived. You survived it. <laughs> I wonder how I'm alive because I, I, I'm in my 80s now, and I look back now with the computer. I can find all my friends that I work with. They're all dead. They're, all dead. They're in their. They died in their 70s. What happened? <laughs> it's just so amazing to me that uh, my boss at Litton Industries, he's gone. Another guy, the Birdman, I work with at Litton, he's gone. Don Peters is gone. I think he left in his 60s. They're all. They're all leaving uh, way earlier, and here I am with all the inconsistencies i've had it's better to be lucky than smart is what donald a told me and uh you know when i was a therapist i would go on the road and people would think i was extra smart and guess what just before they came with their condition i would read about it in a book and i said wow that's really interesting then the person would show up with the problem and they would say, wow, you know about that. No one else has known about that. Well, because I just read about it. Just I didn't tell them because it kind of yeah. messed things up. If you said everything, everybody who comes in, I read about it just before you get here. <laughs> That's being lucky and not smart. Yeah, well, here's an email uh, for you. Uh, by, by the way, you have a question, comment for Adam, you can email or call. Uh, uh, in a recent blog post entry, titled Raw Brown Sugar. Adam says it is illegal to purchase raw brown sugar in the U.S. except for animal feed. Is there a particular brand he can recommend that is free of harmful extraction chemicals and relatively clean? How would the raw brown sugar be consumed if one wanted to improve the health of a hypothetical animal inclined to bipedal locomotion? I don't quite understand. What is he asking here? They're using raw brown sugar for animal? Uh, it's it's legal for animals. So Donald Lay used to get us actual raw brown sugar, but hmm. he would have to go to Sugarland, Texas, and tell him that he was getting it for his cattle because human being, beings cannot eat genuine, raw, brown, un, totally unrefined sugar. The brown sugar you buy is totally refined to white sugar and spray painted with burn sugar. Oh, good. <laughs> and then it looks brown. Ah. And people have no idea. Again, we're hypnotized. It's easy to look that up on the internet and, and validate it, but I didn't know it until Donald Lay told me. So we're we're lied to continuously. And we're we're sold at extra price uh, white sugar with brown sugar and brown sugar that kind is supposed to have uh, chemicals on that are cancer-causing. So we actually buy a so-called raw sugar that's not raw. Brown sugar is certainly not raw. Then they have blonde sugar, which is legal. It's partially uh, partially uh, uh, refined, though, uh, and it's re it's refined through animal bones. So, so that, but. For vegans who are eating that type of brown sugar, that might be a shock for them. So, Same thing with molasses, by the way. They use animal bones in its creation. <laughs> so, Adam, what is raw brown sugar, and what is it used for with animals? I don't understand what it they is. They feed it. 
They well, feed it to them. Because <laughs> it's good Isn't for them. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. It's good for them, huh? Yeah. So actually, you're better off with totally refined sugar like the type I eat, buying it by 70 pounds at a time, or go to the sugar cane itself and eat the whole food. Because yeah. the whole food is not ground up into even the unrefined brown sugar that is illegal is really not as good as just eating and sucking on a, sh a, sh a sugar cane. Like when I was in Hawaii, that's how we ate our sugar. Yeah, you know, When I was in Hawaii a few times, they had places on the side of the road, these little really cool little carts, and they had the sugar cane right there, and they would just juice it right in front of you. Man, you talk right about in front of good. You. Just, I mean, it was like, it was like, unlike any sugar I'd ever had, you know, just, wow. That is the best way to get it, admittedly, yeah. You can buy canned, uh, they take the cane and juice it in a can, but, then they, uh, but still, you don't know what they've done or how valid yeah. it is. I've tasted that before. It's, it's pretty good, but there's nothing like getting it fresh. Yeah. Well, I guess if you put it in the can, then you got to cook it, right, to pasteurize it so it doesn't mold and everything, yeah. So... So in its pure form, you're, you're saying that sugar is really not detrimental to us at all. I mean, you eat a lot of it. I eat a lot of it. You know, I think you can eat too much. Like, you can eat too much of anything, you know, but uh, but, people, but with what is regarded as too much in sugar, sugar is what plants make. <laughs> they make plants. You, you can make your plant grow by spraying it with sugar. They do it in orchard. When, when, when you get... Uh, those giant pumpkins and giant things that get, end up in Ripley's, believe it or not, they use sugar as part of it. They also use other things, like they use molasses, mm -hmm. and they use fish meal. Fish meal has no, uh, it's good for the plant, and it has no omega-3 fatty acids. The fish meal is separate from, uh, they take the oil out of it. So that's fine to put on top of your plants. Your plants need nutrients, but the soil doesn't need any nutrients. No soil for the roots, but as a protection and to draw out as the rain comes down, all those nutrients seep into the plants. And plants need a lot less nutrients than people tell us they do. They survive off themselves. The plant dies, and then uh, or the leaves come off the plant. The leaves refill the plant, and it keeps on minerals over and over and over again. Uh, we can do that too. We can we can actually redo our poop, which we do when you think of it, because it ends up in the plant, and we end up eating our poop again. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, look at the forest. I mean, they're just naturally trees and and branches and leaves and you know you know and it just keeps recycling everything so the the, the minerals don't no compost yeah. in a forest but it needs the top level all the leaves fall down sometimes in some rainforest it's five feet deep but then the rain takes the elements down the soil would rot if it had the compost in it because it cuts off the oxygen with the sewage. But on top, it doesn't cause any problem and it causes nutrients. It protects uh, from the heat and from uh, uh, predators and everything to get into it, dig into the roots. It's called duff, by the way, D-U-F-F -F in a forest. Duff. And it probably mm. means dead stuff. Dead stuff, yeah. <laughs> so nothing is created or destroyed. It, it just is. Nope. 
and it gets along fine without a farmer you know that that's true permaculture yeah uh, where you 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 we have to really do a minimum for our food and it grows automatically they tell us we're starving to death anyone can you can grow food in your house you can grow sprouts you can grow potatoes potatoes grow very quickly uh they have sub, uh, there are societies like New Guinea where they eat almost pure potatoes. No and kidding. what about Okinawa, the Okinawan diet? They're on an island. They're, they only ate about 1% fish. They ate potatoes and pork. <laughs> Is that what they, you know, and they have long life. For centuries. They have a long lifespan too out there, don't they, in Okinawa? Yeah. They did. Now that uh, McDonald's is there, their life, they're now <laughs> number 35 instead of number one or two or whatever they were. Right. Yeah, fast you know, food has destroyed Okinawa. And, and potatoes get such a bad rap, don't they? I mean, you know, they, they really do. And I get these little organic potatoes at, at Whole Foods and, and I've been eating a few more of them lately after being a carnivore for a long time. And, you know, and you just cook the pants off those guys, get them really soft, you know, like you say, so you can smash them down with a fork and with some real raw butter on there, a little salt. Whew. It's like eating... And they're high in protein and keto acids. Keto and acids. And keto acids take the ammonia in your own body made by bacteria mm -hmm. and the ketones combine to make proteins in your own body. And so... You wipe out the extra ammonia that people complain that hurts your kidneys. Uh -huh. So it's a perfect protein. It, according to Ray Pete and other authorities, hmm. it's a better protein than eggs. Much better than wow. eggs. Even. Come on, but we potatoes, eat potatoes, and eggs both. Yeah, yeah, we used to eat potato and egg uh, uh, tacos in Austin when we were uh, lived in Austin. That was a, one of the favorite one was potato and egg. It's a nice, nice combination. You know, one thing that I've learned, the and this has really only happened in the last three or four months, thanks to guys like you and talking to, I have no, I have no preconceived notion any longer of what's good or what's bad for me in the way of food. I just don't. You know, my little mind will come in and say, well, you know, meat would be better than carb. And I go, no, I don't know that. I don't know that. I'm not going to believe that. Why would I believe that? Who said that? Did I see, you know, is that true? So, so now I feel so free because I just, I just kind of eat whatever I want now, you know. Uh, Attitude is ooh, is most important. Look at true. Henry Kissinger. He yeah. just celebrated yeah. his hundredth birthday. You, you think he eats uh, health food or cares about what <laughs> diet? Charlie Munger. He's ninety nine. Look how he ate. Uh, Hugh Hefner. He ate was notorious for junk food, fried chicken, all kinds of things. Finally, he started eating better because he was doing Playboy magazine and he was expected to wear a tuxedo and go out and hang out. Before that, he hung out in his pajamas at yep, his office in did. Chicago and ate fried chicken in the buckets from uh, from the uh, Colonel. Yeah, yeah um, I mean, and and you can imagine if you just have one thought that you've been carrying around like uh, this is bad or you know bad for you and you eat it anyway because you like it you know that that affects the food that you've just eaten right it just does it just does yep. there's no way around it you, you know you just got to let it go completely otherwise whatever this thing that you're eating that you don't think is maybe that good for you it won't be you know the the attitude is most important uh 
philanthropists here, so-called philanthropists, because they can do anything they want to. They don't have to worry about deadlines and things like that. We just had another philanthropist die here, Carol someone or other. 102. Philanthropists live 102. But do you need money to do that? When they hire maids and, and butlers who have total security that become friends, they even sometimes leave their homes to them, they live into <laughs> their hundreds too. <sighs> and several maids here have been given their the estate, by and, their, and they didn't want it. They gave it away. <laughs> One of them now is a tourist uh, place because they just gave it to the uh, city of Montecito and moved back with their relatives in a regular small tiny house back east probably with rich uh, once people you have security whether you're a beach bum or you're uh but most people don't they work for the man and they know somehow that they have to act a certain way have to take a vaccine mm -hmm. have to do this because the company boss is telling them and lording over them what to do they're not free at all yeah but probably a lot of the the longevity with the real wealthy people not all of them is just the, the freedom to do what you want and to not concern yourself about what's going to happen tomorrow. No deadlines. Yeah, no deadlines. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that probably goes a long way. You know, they, now you can... Yeah. Even Warren Buffett says, you know, I live in a world where everybody is nice to me <laughs> and they do everything for me and they smile at me. I, yeah. I don't have to deal with anything and they do everything for me. Why wouldn't I live long? <laughs> <laughs> he, he knows it. You know, he's an evil villain, too, on a lot of well, levels. Well, I guess so. His yeah. attitude, I have to admire his attitude and Charlie Munger's attitude, too. Yeah. You have to admire it. Yeah. He seems like an, I, I don't know, Buffett, I just get good vibes from him. He seems like a nice guy. I don't know if he does well, evil things with his money. Well, because he's Gates, I don't, oh, but, I see. but I still admire him. I, I can't help it. Yeah, yeah. Despite, he just has a great attitude. Yeah. Lynn writes in, uh, good morning, Lynn. I haven't seen you in a while. Hope you're doing fine. What does Adam think about coconut sugar? That's the sugar that I use, Lynn. I don't know if that means anything, but that's what I like, organic coconut sugar, if I use it. Yeah, it's a morning sugar. It's of morning. course, in solar nutrition, where you eat by tree, a vine, and root, coconut sugar and date sugar would be the morning, uh, cane sugar middle of the day, and uh, beet sugar at night. When you totally refine it, the timing isn't quite as important. But when you are eating it as whole as you are, then it becomes more important. So coconut sugar is a very good, good one sugar, for huh? uh, morning consumption. What, what's the difference between like a refined, uh, well, everything's refined, I guess, if it's in a form of a sugar from coconuts or beet, beet or, or date, and then the actual fruit is there a lot of difference in the the quality or nutritional construct of it like actually eating coconut meat or dates or the sugar you get more nutrition but i figure we eat whole foods so we get better nutrition than most people anyway so sure. we eat whole tomatoes everything else except for our sugar and salt 
are the only totally refined foods we eat. Everything else is whole. We have bar heat dates. Uh, get sugar out of that, by the way. Uh, and then we have uh, almonds, uh, which have all kinds of minerals in it and uh, and uh, vitamin E and all kinds of things. Uh, we have olives and we have uh, other nuts, pistachios, walnuts. Uh, actually, one walnut is all that suffices us. And then we have the low Local fruit is figs. Right now, we buy them by the the car. What do you call them? The crate. You get six on a pack on a on a package. We've been eating figs uh, out the ears here. <laughs> is that right? I'll be done. Yeah. And then we have oranges, whole oranges, and then uh, for lunch we have uh, everything from lentils to uh, goat cheese to uh, raw cow cheese, uh, raw cream, uh, blackberries. Uh, all kinds of things. And then we get our potatoes at the farmer's market. We get 90%, at least 90%, sometimes more at the farmer's market. And when we could get, we used to be able to get the raw dairy there too, but they went. So we have to go to Sprouts and Lazy Acres and other places to get that. But at one point we got 95, 99% of our staff from the farmer's market. Yeah, that's one cool thing about California. Uh, They've always been as long as I've known them, be able to uh, buy raw butter or raw milk cream right in the right in the food store, right in the food store, which is pretty cool. You can't do that too many places in this country. I think Maine, few places, but yeah, California is always that's one that. thing California excels at, yeah. and Oregon and Washington, Washington. they're all free. <clears throat> I think there's one other state that does that. Uh, oh, Arizona, Arizona, Arizona is even better about it than California is. You can buy raw cheeses in the supermarket. You know, here, uh, not even Whole Foods carries it here. Uh, they uh, are afraid of it. Well, politically. They, they, of course, you know, they have SWAT teams come to your raw farms when yeah. you were tried to do it. And look at that poor Amish guy now. They're still you know, after I mean, him, You man. can't even, oh, they want to pass a law where you can't butcher your I know. food, your meat for your family. You probably are up on all yeah. of this. Wow. Is that just now in, in where Amish is? Do they want to do this all over the country? I think it's all over the country, right? Oh, yeah. To they, not they butcher? Want, they, want the, if they want federal law where you cannot butcher your own food without the FDA yeah. being there. Yeah, you know what? You overseeing guys, it. You guys, guys better come heavy because, you know, I'm getting to the point where I don't really care what these people, well, I'm always, but, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people out there, Adam, they're, they're going to they're gonna just start to stand up and tell these people to, to pound sand, you know. Uh, I think it's going to get ugly. People, they think they can just keep controlling people. You can't do this, you can't do that, you can't. People aren't going to. You know, the trouble is, 